Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode number 12 of Imprint Cut, the podcast dedicated to the Australian boutique labeled Imprint Films. My name is Tony Meaches, and joining me is my colleague, John Matthews. How are you doing, John? Uh, good, doing well. I'm excited to be here and uh, glad to be back with great people. So, yeah, you're doing well. Yes, indeed. We do have a couple of great people with us today. And today, we also have another regular who hasn't been on the show in quite a while, and we are so glad to have him back. Mr. William Rodley, how are you doing? Good, sir. As always, an absolute pleasure to be here, and as always, I'm blessed to be surrounded by these amazing people. Um, You guys are the best. Um, People out there listening to us, please understand that these guys are brilliant, and I'm just blessed to be in their company. Uh, thank, thank you for uh, the You're too kind, sir. Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us in his second appearance on the show, who made his debut just last week with the Members' Choice episode of the Out of Towners. Welcome back, fellow imprint completers and imprint supporter, Paul Berryman. Paul, how are you doing? Hello. Good, thank you. Great to be back and um, great to be talking to you all again. It's fantastic. Had a ball last time, so yeah, thank you for inviting me back on. Oh, it was a pleasure. So glad you had a ball last time. It was certainly a long, a long conversation about the hours, but it was such a good one. Fantastic. Yeah, we are quite delayed with this episode. We had so much going on, haven't we? Haven't we, John? Yeah, yeah. Plus, we've um, recorded a few other episodes in the meantime. So yeah, it's been a very busy, busy time. But yeah, better late yeah. than never. Yeah, true, better late than never, but we do apologise for this delay, and we will be announcing the October 2022 releases for this episode. And about to say, it's about damn time. <laughs> and, um, well, these eight titles will be released on October 26, 2022. And um, I believe Paul will be discussing the first title. Um, Paul, would you like to start us off? Thank you. So the first title will be Testament, spine number 170 uh, from 1983. There are errands to run, laundry to sort, piano lessons to tackle, but an ordinary day like any other ends abruptly with a startling TV news bulletin, followed moments later by a blinding flash. With her husband away and three frightened children gathered around her, Carol Weatherly, Jane Alexander, must face the unthinkable and the devastating aftermath of nuclear attack. Director Lynn Littman's gripping, deeply moving film garnered Alexander an Oscar nomination among a stellar cast, starring Jane Alexander, William Devine, Rox- Roxana Zal, Lucas Haas, Rebecca de Monray, and Kevin Costner. Special features and technical specs include 1080p high-definition presentation on Blu-ray, a brand new audio commentary by TV movie expert Amanda Rees, new audio commentary by David J. Moore, author of World Gone Wrong, A Survivor's Guide to Post-Apocalyptic Movies, Testament at 20 featurette, Testament Nuclear Thoughts featurette, Timeline of the Nuclear Age, a Theatrical Trailer, Aspect Ratio 1.178 to 1, Audio English LPCM 2.0 Mono Audio, optional English subtitles, and limited edition slipcase on the first 1,500 copies with unique artwork. 
oh, this looks like a great title. When I'd heard of this film, hadn't seen it, tried to look if there was a previous Blu-ray or DVD. Doesn't look like there was, at least in Australia. Um, I love post-apocalyptic films. And upon reading more about this one, it looks like a very different type of post-apoc film, more of an intimate drama type with these characters. Um, Notably, William Devine, one of the actors, of course, been in a few other imprint releases. Um, one of the other things that's interesting about this title, it was originally produced uh, as a PBS series for American Playhouse, but upon Paramount um, hearing about it, they decided they should buy it to do a theatrical release, um, thinking that it was the type of story that deserved uh, a wider release for more people to see in cinema. Uh, notably, Kevin Costner appears in this in a small role, um, before his rise to stardom. Um, and yeah, it just looks like one of those really interesting sort of character-driven drama pieces that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be part of the post-apocalyptic genre. It does look good. I personally have not seen this, and um, uh, but we know, but John and I know someone who has seen it in the mm-hmm. original theatrical release, and um, he said it's one of the most heartbreaking post-apocalyptic films you will ever see and um i gotta say i'm really really looking forward to it but i gotta say one thing though the cover the slipcase cover itself it's simple but very very effective i have to say well i think it is anyway but yeah effective with the quote yeah it's just with the quote just a just a simple gray cover with the with the the tagline of the movie and the title that's it it's 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 simple but effective, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one, and I think it's probably one of one of the first films I'll be watching in the October releases. Um, John, what about you? Have you seen this one? Uh, no, I have not, and um, I think, uh, like you said, Paul, it's been relatively um, unavailable. Um, I don't think there has been really a wide release in terms of DVD or um, or Blu-ray, so. You know, it's one that I, I really want to see. And, and like like I said, it's more of an intimate drama. Um, when, like I said, the, the person we know, we went to their place and they told us how he saw this in the cinema. And the description he gave was incredible. He, he just has a photographic memory of this film, how it impacted him and uh, how it really emotionally, you know, it did get to him a lot. And he was thinking about the movie for days and years. And, and he thought, like, how come it never had a release? And... Um, it just seemed like such a sad story, but it's 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 very well done from what um from what he told us. So yeah, I'm I'm excited, but yeah, it's just one I that flew under my radar. Never um never heard of it. So yeah, I'll be keen to check it out. Indeed, uh, William, how about you? Have you seen Testament? Unfortunately, not. Again, this is another film that imprint are bringing to us. It's another film that's just basically flown under the radar, and to me, it sounds really interesting to see. It's not a threads. As you guys were saying, it's more sort of social drama and stuff with it. So to me, it sounds like a really interesting film. And this is what these guys do. They bring us stuff that we don't expect. And this film obviously has been forgotten to a degree. And now we're getting the opportunity to see it again. So imprint again, kudos for what you do. And um, I'm really keen to see it now. Um, from what you guys have all said, and obviously the person who were talking about John, I, I'm pretty certain I know who that was, and his opinion is always good. So it's one 
I'm really keen to see, but I'm scared of seeing too, because obviously with these type of films, it's going to be like, like, let me just punch me in the emotional area there as we all die. But yeah, no, this yes. is what Infinite does best. They bring us these little, little films that are not known and just share it amongst us, which is perfect. That's true, but um, yeah, with um, with Testament, I've heard like, yeah, it's 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 hard to watch apparently, and it's pretty, and no doubt, no surprise or gravy because due to the post-apocalyptic nature of the film, but like a couple of other films, Bedtime, as you said, William Threads, and also um, the Day After. Day After, yes, definitely. Yeah. They're both really, uh, they're both really powerful, um, powerful for the films. Interesting. When was this film released? What year? Um, Testament was released in 1983. Interesting. Well, obviously, we go again back to the 80s. We had all the fear of the thing. And it's like interesting to go back to the 60s with the Cold War, but in the 80s, we had the fear of the bomb. And that really brought us forward. Uh, I'm going to swear, forgive me. Fuck you, Margaret Thatcher. Fuck you, Ronald Reagan. You guys <laughs> fucking made us fear this shit. You should have been doing your job as leaders. I apologise, guys. I'll get off my political bandwagon now. Oh, no, but it reflects back, the time. Back to the podcast. Yeah, it reflects <laughs> no. the time. You're right, John. Yeah, it does yeah. reflect the time. And, and, and what this individual told us about the film, it seems like it sounds like one of the more realistic uh, post-apoc films because if a, uh, you know, a, a bomb went off or you know, a nuclear explosion the people around would be impacted by the um, radiation. That's what the film's about, people getting sick afterwards and seeing this town. It's not and duck and cover. Get no, under no. your fucking side, under the table. You'll be safe. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, all right, children, under the desk. Um, <laughs> You're safe now. <laughs> Unfortunately, you've just been burnt by a microwave. If you explode, that's not our problem. The end. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, I have no doubt we're all looking forward to Testament. Definitely. Yeah, great release. And the extras. I need it. Mm. Uh, I just want to point out that Amanda Reyes does really good extras and commentary. She, she's <gasps> like a real expert on... Amanda uh, Reyes is great. She is, yeah. So it's commentary there from her, which is great. I'm keen for that. Yeah, she is really good. Imprint release number 171, Save the Tiger, from 1973. Jack Lemmon plays Harry Stoner, a man caught in violent collision with his past and present life. He believes there is nothing significant in his life except survival, and that instinct pushes him beyond moral conduct. He'll juggle the books, supply women for clients, and even set fire to his own dress manufacturing company. He is drawn to an America when life not only had values and heroes, it all seemed worth living and building. But Harry is frightened to break away from the emptiness of his seemingly successful life. Jack Lemmon won an Oscar for this dramatic performance considered by many to be his finest. Starring Jack Lemmon, Jack Guilford, Laurie Heineman, Norman Burton and Patricia Smith. Special features and technical specs include a 1080p high-definition presentation on Blu-ray, audio commentary by director John G. Avildsen and producer-writer Steve Shargan, 
a new audio commentary by film historian and filmmaker Daniel Kramer. New ammunition for clouds, John G. Avildsen before Rocky video essay. A new interview with producer-director Lloyd Kaufman. A new interview with actress Laurie Heinemann. A vintage interview with Jack Lemmon from 1973. Theatrical trailer. Original aspect ratio of 178 by 1. Audio English LPCM 2.0 mono. Optional English hard of hearing subtitles. And limited edition slipcase on the first 1500 copies with unique artwork. I'm really excited to see this film in respect. It's something I've never seen and it sounds so good. Gentlemen, I wish to ask your thoughts. Shall I ask Tony? I'm like you, William. I've, I've, I have heard of Save the Tiger because I do know that it's the film that Jack Lemmon won the Oscar for, but I have never watched it. But I'm looking forward to it big time. We'll move on to John. Yeah, one I haven't seen and. Uh, Jack Lemmon's just such a, a great, diverse actor. I mean, we, we spoke about him last week. All of us did on the uh, Out of Towners episode. He can do comedy, drama. Um, so, yeah, this is a... He's, uh, he's very diverse. Yeah. He's completely robust in what he does. Uh, Paul, what would be your opinion? Have you yeah, seen it? I haven't seen it. Um, same as um, yourself and, and Tony, that um, it's a film that I've heard of knowing Jack Lemmon um, won the Oscar for it um, and knowing him from a lot of the comedies, uh, Old Couple, Out of Towners and a lot of those films and then seeing him take a dramatic turn, you know, would be great to see. And um, just from like the sound of this movie, it, it sounds like it delves into some really dark themes, um, you know, almost against type for him for a lot of things that he's done. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing it and checking out um, the features that they've got. Um, mentions a vintage interview with Jack Lemmon from 73 when the film was released so that would be really interesting to watch as well um to see him speak about hopefully the film in the feature 100 percent, thank you um it's really an opportunity for us to all see what we don't get to see very often that's the, the the beauty of the imprint they bring us this stuff that we have not seen it's there and obviously we've got academy award winning stuff in it and it's just films that fly on the radar, and that's the beauty of this label. They bring us this beautiful stuff. I'm really excited to see this, actually. I'm really, really keen to see it. The cast is really good. We've got, obviously, the nominations for the Academy Awards and stuff. So, yeah, sold. Yep, I'm sold. Same here. All right, John, um, would you like to read the next title? Uh, yeah, so the next one is uh, coming from Imprint. And this is uh, Spine number 172. This is the Molly Maguires. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Uh, yes. So uh, a secret society of militant coal miners battle their ex uh, exploitation by the mine owners with violence and intimidation. Uh, this gripping true story follows a detective of undercover assignments uh, for the owners fighting in his own conscience while attempting to gain trust of the tough and suspicious leaders of the Mollies. Uh, directed by Martin Ritt, uh, starring Richard Harris and Sean Connery, based on the 1964 book Lam Lament uh, for the Molly Maguires by Arthur H. Lewis, um, starring Sean Connery, Richard Harris, Samantha Egger, uh, Frank Finlay, and Anthony uh, Zerbe. 
so this special edition includes a 1080p presentation on Blu-ray, uh, new audio commentary by film historian uh, Howard S. Berger, uh, more special features to be uh, to be um, confirmed, uh, and we have a trailer aspect ratio 2.351. Um, audio English DTS HD 5.1 surround plus LPCM 2.0 mono, optional English subtitles, and it's a limited slip case, limited the first 1500 with unique artwork. Um, once again, this is one I've not seen. I had heard of it, um, and it's one that I really want to check out. And I think it, the reason I heard of it, because it came up, um, I think came up as an extra when I was. Um, whether watching the film or researching the film Mate One, which is the sort of the um, the one set in the town, and it was about That's rebellion. A great film. Oh, incredible film! Yeah, just about um, the start of the union and um, yes, uh, because of the exploitation of the workers in the town, and um, and this film sounds like it has a similar theme. Um, we're kind of rebelling against the the way they're treated. So I'm I'm fascinated. This one I want to see. And once again, it's it's you know Sean Connery. I mean, you know Richard Harris, like yeah. You've got Sam Eager in there. It's a great cast. Yeah. It's a really interesting, great film. We've got, obviously, the Irish here fighting for the people's, you know, their rights. Yeah, and which, which we're still seeing today. I'm so excited to see. And this, this is what Imprint does best. They bring us these films, and it's just they need to be seen now. They resonate so well with what's happening in our world. We all need to rise up and fight back against the capitalists. And that's what they did back there. The Milo guys, they're murdering. It's yeah. just like not a good thing. But <laughs> they're fighting for what is true and right. Yeah, and we're still seeing it today with the exploitation of workers in various industries. So it's um, no, it's one I want to see because it seems more relevant than ever. Once again, I, I'd heard of it years ago, but it's one I'd never seen. So... Yeah, this, this sounds right up my alley. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul, have you seen or heard of this one? This time? No, th this is one that I hadn't seen or heard of. Um, again, slipped under my radar. Um, but upon hearing about it, it sounds like a really interesting type of film. Um, as you say, the issues in it still relevant today. So it's something, a story that will still have connections to um, the modern era. And um, two of the things that sold me on this were starring Sean Connery and Richard Harris two fantastic actors mm. um so yeah really looking forward to seeing them yeah um and also interesting that it has it's from 1970 and they've included a 5-1 um audio track so it's always when they you know are able to source an, uh, another kind of audio like that instead of just a, a stereo um yeah definitely excited to see it um and as you were saying william with imprint they're able to bring these stuff to the forefront someone like me i'm discovering this for the first time if it weren't for them this film probably would have continued to slip under the radar for me and be lost yeah yeah good yeah. point 5.1 um and interesting yeah it's a 2.35 film so it's going to be really wide scope which you know the, the blu-ray will yeah definitely benefit for that it'll pop it, it'll it will. pop on the proper screen and the proper player it'll just be like yeah. Like, oh my god, there's the director's vision. Wow. Yes. And what I saw from the when I was doing some research on it, it does look like there's a lot of nice landscapes and, and oh. wide scenery, so it's gonna it's gonna suit it very well. Uh Tony, have you um is this one you've you've seen or heard of? Um never heard of it or never saw it, never seen it. But but um 
But with the cast like um, Sean Connery, Richard Harris, and Samantha Egger, oh boy, it's gonna be it's gonna be it it is gonna be interesting. And as you said, everybody, like um, it does resonate with today's times, and um, I'm really looking forward to it because um, you know Sean Connery, as we all know, James Bond, and also he's been in other films like Alfred Hitchcock's Marnie, and um, even Walt Disney movie, um, Darby O'Gill, the little people. <laughs> so that one, that'll be interesting. But of course, Richard Harris, the, the younger generation know him as the as the first um, Dumbledore from Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, before he passed away, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, but, oh, but one of my all-time favorite Lord films. Yes. But one of my all-time favorite um, Richard Harris films was um, Lindsay Anderson's The Sporting Life. Yes. That, oh, one yeah. of, that is one of the best films I'm not a huge fan of sport films, but yeah. this one was pretty amazing. But yeah, but this one I have never seen or never heard of until the imprint announcement, and I'm really excited for it. Okay, my turn now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and of course I had to get a sports film, my least favorite genre. <laughs> Just for you. Um, hey, it's got it, Nick Nolte. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. Um, Imprint release number 173, North Dallas 40 from 1979. North Dallas 40 depicts Nick Nolte as an aging ball player who, through a woman he meets, is drawn away from the masculine, violent world in which he has lived so long. In doing so, he finds himself at odds with the team's management. On release, Director Ted Kotcheff was praised for delivering a realistic portrayal of the world of pro football in the 70s. Based on the popular novel by former, former Dallas Cowboy Peter Gent. Starring Nick Nolte, Dabney Coleman, Mac Davis and Charles Durning. Special features and technical specs include a 1080p high definition presentation on Blu-ray from a new 4K scan by Paramount Pictures, a new audio commentary by filmmaker and film historian Daniel Kramer, and screenwriter Daniel Waters with director Ted Kotcheff, a new sorry, a new introduction by director Ted Kotcheff, new hit me with those best shots. Ted Kotcheff remembers North Dallas 40, the new featurette of Looking to Get Out, a comparative analysis of the Ted Kotcheff vision video essay. It also includes a trailer, aspect ratio of 235 by 1, audio English DTS HD 5.1 surround, and LPCM 2.0 stereo, optional English subtitles, and limited edition slipcase of the first 1,500 copies with unique artwork. Now, as you know, I'm a huge fan of this genre, not, but, um, <laughs> but I am going to give it a go because it is in print and I'm starting to grow well, on this for sports films. Um, I have not seen it. And um, but of course, us Australians know Ted Kotcheff directed one of the most influential Ozploitation films. Oh, mental blank for a second. Um, Waking Fright. Oh, um, my God. That film is so good. Donald Pleasance. Oh, yeah. Jesus. If he's done that, everybody must watch this film. Full stop. Absolutely. Because the man has made this masterpiece. And if he's done that, you must see what he has more. 
and now I must buy it too. Um, Nick Nolte always gets me on board because obviously what he does is always interesting. I cannot think of a bad film he's been in. So I'm really curious to see this because I have not seen this. Sorry, Tony, I'm talking over. I'm being pushy. No, but, go ahead. I'm not, I'm not saying go ahead, please. But, um, yeah, sport films. No, sport films are interesting. There's good and there's bad. There's like bad news bears, obviously good. But yeah. there are bad sport films like, um, I can't think so. I don't like sport. The <laughs> end. Um, but <laughs> um, this sounds really good. I'm curious to see it. And I'm really glad you picked up and talk about it because um, anything Nick Nolte in it is going to be awesome. Yeah, Nick Nolte has been in some great films, especially in the 90s. Um, two films that were actually released in the same year, 1991, automatically come to mind. Martin Scorsese's um, Cape Fear. Yes. And, of course, um, Barbara Streisand's The Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides, yes, definitely. He's such a great actor, and that's the thing. So when he appears in films, you know you're getting something that's going to be of value. So in print, again, bringing forward stuff that we may not want to see, but stuff we should see. Mm, Indeed. Uh, Paul, what do you think of North Dallas 40? Yeah, so I'm the same as most of us here, um, not the biggest fan of sports films, um, mainly because I feel like it's a genre that can easily fall into uh, very predictable tropes. You can always do the team is not going to win, they train and they win, and it's a story we've seen a million times and can be told the same way. A lot of modern sports films that come out um, just follow that same kind of um, story. But this one, this sounds like a, a different type of story in the sports genre. Um, it's got Nick Nolte's character you know, going at odds with the team and what they want and, um, you know, maybe perhaps a tox- toxic nature of that kind of environment. And obviously directed by Ted Kotcheff, you know it's going to deliver something that's more powerful than just your average football sports film. So even though not my favourite genre either, but this one is one I would probably like to watch and experience. Yeah, John, how about you for North Dallas 40? Yeah, look, it's one I'd, I'll give a go. I'm, I'm the same. I'm not, not, not the biggest sports film fan. Uh, the ones I find more interesting are the ones that um, the sports thing, it's just kind of the, the, the sports is more just background noise for, for the, the front of the film, um, which is mainly, you know, character driven. So, you know, like like The Wrestler, for example, it's not really a wrestling movie. That's a good about, film. No, it's about this man on the decline, but he happens to be a wrestler, and uh, so you know, films like that 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 manage to um, to do that. And I think that I, I get the vibe from this as well, especially Nick Nolte. Um, and it sounds like he's been in this very, you know, like it says there, very sort of masculine, violent world of sport and football, and he's drawn away from it and um, you know to, to something else. So it it just sounds like it could be a critique on on. On, on football itself just based on what i'm reading on, on the description so uh, i'm keen to give it a go very excited and uh yeah like you said william mcnulty what more yeah, is well, it to say? well the thing is the way i look at it it's like imprint don't do this anything and i think consideration is like it's an american football game but we've got nick nulty in there who always has a bit of a choice for what he does so my consideration would be that basically 
This will have a bit of meat to it. I'm hoping for a story and a bit of plot. And with that director. Yes, definitely, definitely with the director, yeah. It's not going to be like, um, we're the losers, we're going to win. It'll be a bit more involved, I'm hoping. But with Imprint, I've got the hope we shall win. Yeah. And that seems to be a theme that with these titles we've been talking about so far, they've um, all have their own different genres, but they're all very, seem to be very character driven and like those kind of deep dramas about the characters. So it's definitely a good um, theme that this wave seems to be taking so far. I was just saying, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Paul, would you like to tell us about our next title? Yes, got Pretty Baby, imprint number 174 from 1978. Hattie, Susan Sarandon, a New Orleans hooker, meets a photographer named Belloc, Keith Carandine, at her brothel one night, and after he photographs her, he prevents her 12-year-old daughter, Violet, played by Brooke Shields. When Violet is brought on as a working girl by her mother's madam, and Hattie skips town to get married, Violet quickly loses her innocence and focuses on reuniting with Belloc, but a life with Belloc is compromised for Violet after her mother returns to town. Controversial at the time of its release, as the story centred on the taboo theme of child prostitution. Acclaimed director Louis Malley created a film of humanity and beauty, and it is a must-see for all serious film fans. Starring Brooke Shields, Keith Carradine and Susan Sarandon. Technical um, special features and technical specs include 1080p high-definition presentation on Blu-ray from a newly restored 4K scan by Paramount Pictures, a new audio commentary with film historian Kat Ellinger, a new uh, The American Films of Louis Malley video essay by filmmaker Daniel Kramer, new interview with actress Susan Sarandon, a new interview with actress Brooke Shields, the original theatrical trailer, aspect ratio 185 to 1, Audio English LPCM 2.0 mono, optional English hard of hearing subtitles, and a limited edition slipcase on the first 1,500 copies with unique artwork. Now, this is a really interesting film, um, one that I have seen and I enjoyed it. Um, it's a very um, lovely made film, just in terms of its cinematography and the, the actors. It's um, a very intimate drama. Um, but not without its controversy for the time, um, most notably for scenes involving um, Brooke Shields, um, which there's a lot can be read about um, opinions on that, but also Brooke Shields herself saying, you know, everything that happened in the movie was she was okay with, and it wasn't like an unsafe set. It was um, a very controlled environment and not anything exploitative, which is what a film like this could had the potential to turn out to be. But it's not. It's a it's a very intimate um, portrayal with themes of love and family, motherhood, um, marriage. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed this one. Um, having seen it previously released on DVD through Viavision, but it's great now that Imprint are doing it on Blu-ray and to hear that it's from a new 4K scan. This is just going to look even better again. Well, as you said, it's like you know they it could have been exploitive, but it's not. The film is not exploitive. It's a film that comes from truth. And it's so interesting to see. And it's just so great that Imprint are bringing this out. You know, it could have been a really badly exploitive film, but it's not. The cast, they're great actors. Everyone in it is brilliant. And it's 
really great when we go and get this opportunity of seeing this in Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I, um, I I saw it years ago on TV, um, but I remember bits and pieces, so it'd be great to revisit it. Um, because, yeah, I remember enjoying it and yeah, not not really being creeped out by it, just based on the, the themes in it. And uh, and look, he's he's a really really good director. Um, did a lot of um, uh, what was it? He's a French film, French director before he yeah, I think yeah. he was yeah, yeah, French, yeah. Director. So French director yeah. Uh, he, he did a lot of really good French films like um, there was these one oh, these these two brothers or these two kids in this I think it was like in a camp concentration camp very very bleak film but it was really good as a french film um but yeah he's, he's just he's just a really good director and um and yeah once again i'm i'm, I'm keen to give it a revisit because yeah it's, it's been years but uh yeah yeah i'm very excited for this release and um it's always good to you know see a young brooke shields because you know she was such a great young actress even at that age and uh, very mature for, for the roles that she did uh, it's funny because we're at the um <laughs> the collectibles fair on on sunday um and we saw. I should have grabbed it. I, sh- I didn't grab it. There was a huge one sheet poster of this, an Aussie one sheet poster of Pretty oh, Baby. Oh, wow. Really that nice condition. Yeah, and the guy wanted what, like five bucks, and I, I didn't get it. I did get a nice Vice Squad poster, but yeah, I, I, I saw it and I was like, damn, that's Vice Squad. It might, but, might still be there next time. I don't know, but yeah. I have seen this film as well, and um, I've loved movies that show the dark side of humanity and um, this is definitely one of them especially with um, scenes that involve child prostitution but this was done in a tasteful elegant way it's definitely not exploitative as you all said but it is definitely one of the one of the Nice, one of the most, um, I don't know if I should call Controversial it films done in a really safe way. They, he's, he's done it perfectly. He he's has. trying the problem, but making it tasteful. And that's the thing what he's done with this film. It's like, you know, for God's sakes, child prostitution, it's evil. The end. But this film presents it in a way that's acceptable. Absolutely, couldn't couldn't say better. But yeah, but with the extras, of course, Kat Ellinger's commentary will be a good one to listen to. Mm. All her hey. all her commentaries so far have been amazing. Oh, she rocks! Okay, always entertaining rocks. to listen to. Hey, always entertaining to listen to her commentaries. One hundred percent. John, do you want to? Would you like to read the next title? Ah uh, yes, so we have um the next title is imprint number one seventy five. This is Comeback Little Sheba. Uh, this is from nineteen fifty two. Um, so two decades after their husty wedding, uh, Doc Burt Lancaster and Lola Shirley Booth are stuck in a deadening and endless, oh, sorry, and loveless marriage. A uh, doc who dropped out of medical school when Lola got pregnant blames Lola for the loss of his life's dream. Lola, who never uh, recovered emotionally from the miscarriage she suffered shortly after their wedding, still mourns the loss of her beloved dog, Sheba. Uh, when a beautiful young lodger, Terry Moore, enters their home, the long-repressed emotions explode. Uh, this film is based on a Broadway play, Comeback Little Sheba, by William Inger. Uh, Shirley Booth, who had organized, oh, sorry, who had originated her role on the Broadway play, uh, was making a film debut and won Best Actress at the Academy Awards. 
the Golden Globes and the Film Critics Circle Awards. Uh, Newsweek called the film one of the few, uh, one of Hollywood's few outstanding movies of the year, starring Burt Lancaster, Shirley Booth, Terry Moore, and Richard uh, Jekyll. Uh, so the special features include a 1080p transfer of uh, on Blu-ray from a new 2K scan by Paramount Pictures, um, new audio commentary by historian Scott Harrison, uh, Burt Lancaster, and uh, sorry, Burt Lancaster, Daring to Reach, vintage documentary, theatrical trailer, uh, original aspect ratio, uh, English mono, and. Um, it's a limited edition and optional subtitles. It's a limited edition to 1,500 uh, copies with unique artwork on a slipcase. Um, yeah, now this one that I'd, I'd, once again, I'd, I'd never heard of, and I did a bit of research, and it, it, it really fascinated me, this film, because um, it, you know, for a 1952 film, it shows the darker side of marriage, uh, which I like those sort of films. Like, there's a few of them from the era, um, like uh, bigger than life and, and just these sort of films that show these sort of darker sides to American suburbia uh, from this sort of rosy picture, perfect uh, sort of view. Um, so yeah, it's one that I, and you know, Burt Lancaster, he's just an incredible actor. Like, you know, I, he, whenever he picked his material, he picked good stuff. So I really do trust that um, this is going to be a great film, um, but I'm just fascinated. It just seems a little ahead of its time for 952, like just, um, you know, the, the breakdown of marriage. Uh, and someone else coming into the picture, uh, kind of like, um, which would happen, you know, years later with something like uh, uh, a Pasolini film with a stranger comes in the house. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's one that I'm I'm very keen for. So yeah, very excited. And uh, yeah, this is one I'll be probably the first one I'll chuck in the play because you know I'm a huge Burt Lancaster fan. Um, so uh, yeah, has anyone else seen or heard this one? Uh, William have. No, it's one I have not seen, so I'm really curious to see. Um, as always, I've said earlier, Imprint bring this stuff to us that we've not uh, been aware of. So it's one I'm excited to see. Uh, Burt Lancaster as an actor, he's brilliant. He's got so many different roles he's played, and he's so good at what he does. I'm really looking forward to Indicator's release of The Swimmer. Um, that's mm. one film I'm really keen to see. I've never seen it. I've heard so much about it, and I'm so excited. And this just shows another side of what he is. So, thumbs yep. up. Thumbs up. <laughs> Sorry. People on the podcast won't see that. It's like me going, thumbs up. <laughs> Two um, thumbs up. Yes, oh, definitely, definitely. That's what I love about this label. There's just so much stuff they're bringing to us, and it's just so diverse and so different. But we've got these great actors and the stuff that will get overlooked because as we move forward, there's so much stuff we see, and we just the old stuff gets passed away, and there's stuff that needs to be brought to light and just be shared. And that's the great thing about this label. And yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Paul, how about yourself? Is this one you've um, you've heard of or, or seen? No, I haven't. Um, another one that slipped under my radar. Um, but from the hearing the synopsis and um, what you guys have said about it, it does sound like a really interesting film. Um, like you said, John, ahead of its time. Um, and Burt Lancaster. Love him in everything I've seen. I'm sure I'll love him in this. Um, yeah, it definitely looks like a an intimate type of drama um 
again, falling in line with the types of films that are part of this wave. Um, so, yeah, definitely keen to check it out, and especially on Blu-ray from Imprint. Yep, very cool. And uh, Tony, is this one um, you've heard of or looking forward to? You know, this, this... I am definitely looking forward to it because, as you know, um, Burt Lancaster is probably one of my all-time favourite leading men of the Golden Age, along with Spencer Tracy. And um, this one I have not seen, but from what you've said, it does sound familiar. It does sound like um, it reminds me of a Revolutionary Road. Oh, yeah, Revolutionary Road. It does remind me of that, but it it actually does look appealing. I'm really looking forward to it. But um, with this one, as as you said, John, it shows the dark side of marriage, which is quite... Which is all, which doesn't, which is also quite an intriguing premise for a dramatic film, and of course, and of course, it also won an Academy Award for um, for Shirley Booth, and I'm curious to see how it is. Never seen it, can't wait. Yeah, because yeah, no, I'm excited. And Bert had his uh, so that that early as a leading man role, and then his second half of his career was, you know, when he went to Europe and did those films were just as interesting. So he's he's a Amazing actor. He just had he had such you know, such a range. So yeah, absolutely. Like from Europe, of course, my all time favorite but Lancaster film from the European era is The Leopard. That yep. one of, that's probably one of the greatest um, one of the greatest Italian films ever. And speaking um, of Bert, <laughs> speaking of Bert, um, next title imprint number one hundred and seventy six, The Rose Tattoo from nineteen fifty five. Anna Magnani played Serafina Della Rose, who retreats from the world when her beloved husband dies. But Serafina reawakens to life's joys when she meets Alvaro, played by Burt Lancaster, a happy-go-lucky truck driver who has the same sunny openness her husband had, even the same occupation. And on his chest is the same symbol of love, the rose tattoo. When Tennessee Williams wrote The Rose Tattoo, he had one actress in mind, Anna Magnani. Williams' sense of, he- of casting proved as sharp as his ear for dialogue. Magnani won the Best Actress Oscar for her reviewer portrayal in this drama that received eight Academy Award nominations, including Best Picture and won three. Starring Anna Magnani, Burt Lancaster, Marisa Pavan and Ben Cooper. Special features and technical specs include a 1080p high-definition presentation on Blu-ray, new audio commentary by film historian Alan Rode, new video interview with filmmaker Rob Nielsen on Anna Magnani, theatrical trailer, original aspect ratio of 178 by 1, audio English LPCM 2.0 mono, optional English subtitles, Limited edition slipcase on the first 1,500 copies with unique artwork. This film I have seen, and it's beautiful. It is What, what is described is right. Um, Anna Magnani is fantastic as Serafina Della Rose. She is, she is, a be- she is beautiful to look at. And, um, and, of course, Burt Lancaster, his performance is good too. It's such a, it's such a beautiful film. And, of course... Um, with Tennessee Williams' screenplay, it's it's great, of course. Tennessee Williams, you can't go wrong with um, Streetcar Named Desire, Cat in the Hot Tin Roof, uh, Suddenly Last Summer, and, of course, one of the infamous bombs of all time, Boom. 
I've I've always liked Boom. I don't care what anyone says. It's just so <laughs> trashy. But well, well, you should. You should. Uh, opinions should always be what matters to yourself, not what other people say. It's no, like of course, of course. we all have um, bums. I won't say the other word they use for that, but you know, our opinion is our own opinion, and. Every man's trash is someone else's treasure. And our treasure is not their trash. So, <laughs> so but. true. But, yeah, uh, he'll be good to revisit this. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I'm really looking forward to watching this again. Uh, Paul, what do you think of the rose tattoo? Yeah, this one sounds really interesting. Um, for me, again, it's one that's flown under my radar that I've um, heard of but haven't been able to see. Um, from what I've heard, it sounds like a really amazing film. It sounds like it would be really beautiful and um, perhaps make a nice double feature complemented with um, the, the previous title, Come Back to Little Sheba. Um, so, yeah, nice little Burt Lancaster double feature. Um, yeah, and also to see Anna Manyangi in this role um, as well that she won the Oscar for, definitely. Yeah, she was amazing in it. Uh, William, how about you? I'm very curious to see it. Again, I have not seen it myself, so pretty excited to. And that's the beauty of this label. But I'll leave it at that. I'll move on to you, John. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's one I, I haven't seen, but I have heard of because of uh, Anna, Anna Magnani. Um, yeah, just an uh, incredible actress for a time one of the the italian greats and uh she made some interesting uh you know american films at the time like you know the fugitive kind and, and sort of around this era sort of like really sort of like darker sort of american dramas along with her you know incredible italian films so uh yeah one i haven't seen now but i'm, I'm very excited now now it's a great chance to check it out and and being burt lancaster as well it's a great it, like I said paul this make a great double so uh yeah just just very keen to check check it out. And now we're up to the last title. Uh, imprint release number 177, Warning Shot from 1967. LAPD Sergeant Tom Valens, played by David Jansen, kills a man who pulls a gun on him during a stakeout. But when the dead man turns out to be a respected doctor with no criminal record and no gun is found, Valens is charged with manslaughter. Valens fights to clear his name find the gun, and learn why the Doctor was there. This 1960s cult crime film was directed by Buzz Kulik and based on the 1965 novel 711, Officer Needs Help, by Whit Masterson, starring Steve Allen, Ed Begley, Joan Collins, and Lillian Gish. Special features and technical specs include a 1080p high-definition presentation on Blu-ray, a new audio commentary by film historians Howard S. Berger and Steve Mitchell. Original aspect ratio 178 by 1. Audio English LPCM 2.0 mono. Optional English subtitles. And limited edition slipcase from the first 1,500 copies with unique artwork. Now, I have not seen this, and from what I just read, I'm looking forward to it. Um, of course, Steve Allen, Joan Collins, you can't go wrong with her, Ed Begley, and of course, silent film legend Lillian Gish. Great cast. So yeah, uh, Paul, have you seen Warning Shot? Um, I haven't seen it, but I have heard of it. Um, the director, Buzz Kulik, um, had done 
I think it was the Hunter um, previously on Imprint um, with yeah, Steve McQueen. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. when I was looking through um, his filmography, I saw, oh, this one looks interesting. And it sounds like a really intriguing story. Um, and then when I saw the Imprint were bringing it out on Blu-ray, I'm like, yeah, great. I'll get a chance to see it um, and like see that kind of story unfold. It looks, again, like it's got its character elements in that type of genre. So definitely looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, John, how about you? Uh, yeah, look, it's one I'd, I'd heard of. Um, come across it because of, um, obviously, uh, uh, David Jansen. Um, but, yeah, one I haven't seen. And, uh, look, it just it just looks great. Like, I mean, everything about it and what I've researched, it seems like a great sort of mystery. Uh, a crime film of the time <laughs> seems very... 60s which is great so late 60s very funky uh which is sort of right up my alley um just i mean just the post ride alone just has a it's an awesome sort of 60s style cover uh to it and uh yeah it looks like a lot of fun so yeah I, I, this one i'm i'm raring to check out so uh well, yeah william and i were actually talking before the show about this and uh yeah just talking about what a great actor uh, he is david jansen you know from the fugitives so yeah this is one one looking forward to uh, William, yeah. what are your thoughts? We were talking um, about this earlier. Yeah, I know. It's one I'm really keen to see. It's as we both speaking. He's like, you know, he's doing the fugitive and that, and so it's going to be an interesting film to see. It's got a great, interesting cast, so I'm keen to see it. Cool, cool. I think we all are with this one. This is going to be amazing. Well, that is the end of the October 2022 titles, and um. Gotta say, we're looking forward to this batch. Um, the release date for this batch is October 26, 2022, and cannot wait. Now, during the re- before the recording of this episode, there has been some some significant changes to three titles from the imprint release. Um, three of the August titles, I Am The Law, Storm Center and Golden Boy have been delayed from August 31 to September 30, with unfortunately no special features on each one. There has been a bit of a delay with that one, no doubt some right, rights issues or something along those lines. And, um, well, a little, I don't mind waiting a month for them, but the special features, unfortunately, it is a bummer, but what can you do? These things happen. Uh, it's still bringing us the stuff we want. That's the thing. But, at the moment, at the end of the day, it's like we've got the films. It's absolutely amazing they're bringing special features as they should. But we have to be happy for what we get. Absolutely. Uh, Paul, what do you think of this um, This bit of news? Yeah, it, it's annoying that we don't get the special features, um, but they do um, say when they announce the titles that they're subject to change, um, mm-hmm. and that's something we, you know, can happen. Um, I'm still happy to wait to get the films to be able to watch them when they do become available. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate that there'll be no features uh, this time around because imprint always do really good special features. Um, they pride on special. the other releases. Yeah. yeah, they pride on special features. That's for sure. One hundred percent. They do pride on that. Um, John, what do you think of this um, bit of bittersweet news? Yeah, look, it's, it's um, I've seen it happen many times before with many labels. Uh, things happen, rights happen. Um, it, it's it's unfortunate. And, you know, I, Imprint definitely want to bring us the best possible product they can. So, uh, look, I don't mind a delay if, if, it, if it means the film will get released and not mm-hmm. cancelled altogether, like we've seen with 
indicated with Ishtar, they yep. just flat out cancelled that release because they couldn't Ishtar. get the extras. Yeah. And I'm like, at least... Bring us it! Please, <laughs> it imprint, maybe? Uh, but yeah, it's just, it, it's oh, annoying okay. because... Um, dreams. They didn't want to do a... So they just cancelled, which was frustrating because I, I didn't mind having a Bare Bones release as long as I had the film itself. So... Um, at least we're getting the films, and that, that's the most important thing. And, and with all, like I said, the, the, the releases they're giving us, the box hits, the amount of extras, it all weighs up and balances it in the end. So yeah, it's not a not a great loss. No, not a great loss at all. But the main, as you as you all said, the main thing is we're getting the films in the collection. It's going to be great. But yeah, but as you said, John, the Ishtar news from Indicator that killed me because that's yeah. um. That's what I was really, really looking forward to. But yep, as you said, these things happen. What can you do? Mm-hmm. And also, we had mentioned this before, but we are going to say it one more time. We will The Q&A with Imprint's Director of Content, Josh Hibbert, is coming soon. Still, we will be recording that very soon. We, we cannot wait for you all to hear it. And, to, of course, for jo- Josh is really looking forward to answering all your questions because he has seen them. And he has um he has approved he has approved them, and we just can't wait to chat with him. It's going to be amazing, and of what course, an awesome today, opportunity that is. Oh, it's going to be great! Mm. I'm really looking forward to it. Like when we first started this, when we first started this podcast, of course, John and I we spoke to Josh over the phone for oh. for I think a little over two and a half hours. It was meant two. to be a meant to be a five minute call. Yeah, a five minute call. Yeah. Which was two and a half hours. Yeah, just uh, just about you know initially getting the yeah. podcast going, we're like <laughs> for the idea, and then we just talked about film for like two hours. It was great. Oh yeah, That's but amazing. He, but he does. But he has said that he does. He has heard the um, he has heard um the historical month episode with Suzanne and um. He highly praised it, especially for Suzanne's knowledge in the research. And speaking of the historical month, I believe this is the first time that an entire month is now officially out of print. The historical month is now out of print, which is amazing. Wow. Crazy. I can't believe it. That was quick for those releases. They're only fairly recent. I know, they are, they are recent. Of course, the most recent releases, The Beast and The Music of Chance, they just went out of print after two weeks of release date, which is just incredible. Yeah, I was speaking to someone yesterday that was having difficulty finding The Beast. They were driving around all their local JBs. So it's, yeah, if it's out there, grab it, if you can get it. Cause it's, it but it's great to see this. It means they can put more into better releases. But uh, it's just showing, I think, the international audience too is snatching them up. So there's a, mm. there's a massive worldwide following the imprint which is great indeed well this is the end of episode number 12 of imprint cast uh, william thank you so much for joining on the episode great to have you again absolute pleasure as always tony i'm blessed to be amongst these men of legends here among me you're all amazing and bless you thank you um and of course paul Thank you once again for joining in so quick. We loved having you on the last episode. At least this time around, you got to talk a bit more, which is Thank great. You. Thank you. Yeah, it was great to be here again. And to echo what you said, William, great to be um, in such great company with you all discussing um, both imprint and films in general. Um, you guys are just so much fun to talk to. So, yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure.
And John, once as always, thank you so much for for joining. And um, thank you. Yeah, can't wait for this for, for this October month. Thank you guys, we will we will bring another yes. episode soon. Not no more no more lengthy delays like like this one. Alrighty, have a good one, everyone. See you soon. Bye. And don't 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 hang up the call. Just... No, I won't hang up the call. And... It's fine. Okay. <laughs>